Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Leandra Sow. Pastor Leandra Sow is the pastor of a young and vibrant church in Cape Town, Faith Life Family Church. This podcast is tasked with duty to provide you with the very best teachings of Pastor Leandra Sow. Soak in and enjoy. I'd fast for you too. I'd say, we're going to find it out. 
I just closed my mouth for one day. Sure. I seem to be behind the No, I'm not saying that happens to me. It could never happen. It could never happen. Never. But I'm making an example. Yeah. Many of us, you, you can't say fasting doesn't work. You are here. Yeah. You are the sign that the fasting has worked. Yeah. Because when the church started, we were just a few people. And we had to close our mouths, close our stomachs, pray, lose sleep. Oh, yes. To fast means uh, to fast. To flourish means to boom, to blossom. To bear fruit. You know blossom? Blossom is a very beautiful word. You know a tree can blossom. But a tree, a tree can also stay like that. So that means if you don't fast, you will stay like the, they say the stone. Yeah. You are in spiritually, physically, they say the stone. People are stopping. Let's not physically. You want to be beautiful. So when you fast, because know that this is what it will bring you. It will bring some type of beauty to you. And you cannot allow yourself to not have this beauty. What if Jesus didn't fast? Moses wouldn't be Moses if Moses didn't fast. The reason why we call the name of Moses now is because the man fasted. He met God. For, you know Moses fasted twice for 40 days. It was a fasting machine. That's why there's no one like Moses. He could open up the Red Sea. You could make bread, rain. It's not raining the rain, it's raining bread. When someone fasted. Huh? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So as we fast, things will start to blossom. Things will start to bear fruit. Things will start to thrive and become beautiful. Yeah, even as business owners, your business owners are sitting here. Your business will also start to have an impact as you fast. Yes. Amen. So as you think, you see the bread and you are leaving the bread, you must know it's the blossom. Tell yourself, I can eat this and I will stay like a stick. Oh, I can eat this and I will blossom. Yeah. I mean, have you seen, have you seen, like, um, at my work, there's a big forest outside. When it's winter, there's no, nothing is green. It's like, the, all the leaves have just gone off the trees. But when spring starts, it starts to open up and blossom. Amen. So you must decide you want to be empty. Empty percentas. Empty home cells. Empty bank accounts. I said empty bank accounts. I've got a little open on the church and I said those words.
you talk like right now, the thing will be fair. <laughs>
But everyone must pray them. If you are sick as well, not in your head. Jonathan Sutton's word, he was talking about how he was fasting. 
And he said every year as he's fasting, the Lord just unlocks something in his life. And he's gone from having no money. He said there was 11 days before his next paycheck and he only had one dry pot and say fridge. How he had to survive. To today the man has his own airplane flying around the world. Multiple thousand millions of dollars coming through the bank account for the work of the Lord. And he says, because he does what other people are not willing to do, God gives him what God cannot give to other people. Yeah. So fasting is doing what other people are not willing to do. Amen. So all the members, we will fast from 6 o'clock in the morning. So you can decide. You can wake up at 6. Eat, which I will recommend. I will recommend that brother, sister, wake up early. Eat. Okay? Then you don't eat. You can drink water, everything. You can even drink coffee and tea. I'll give that to you. You don't need 16 nipples, second and point. And then they have to tell that. Of the yellow numbers, they are it here. So, I will give you, let's do that. Okay? And then you fast the four. You know what will happen is, the first few days are normally the hardest few days. And you will struggle. But after that, I can tell you, you will get used to it. Like in the beginning, you will five to four, you will be waiting to do the food that. Five to four, you will stand in the <laughs> When it's four o'clock, thank you, Jesus. Amen. I tell you, after that week, you know, you won't be like that anymore. Yeah. And when you be eight o'clock, you say, oh, I haven't eaten yet. You, your body, your body will, you will grow in fasting. Yeah. You become more mature spiritually. That's. So every member from 6 o'clock to 4 o'clock every day. Okay? We will not fast next week Sunday. Okay? There will be no fasting next week Sunday because of the crusade. I want us to be full power, full strength. Okay? If you want to, you can continue, but I want us just for that one day. Because I want next week Sunday, I want you to, to fill this place up and down. There, everywhere. I want us to bring people. Next week we will have more taxes. Mrs. Brain won't have any problems. No one will have any, have any problems. Jesus, man. We are also paying for the taxes, not the leaders. So everything will be sorted. We have an agreement on the balance, Daniel. How we are splitting everything. So I want us to really this week, from Monday to Friday, there's going to be soul winning every week. We're going to go out every week. I want us all to work hard. We, we want at least a thousand people in here. We've been a thousand before. Or oh, actually, 996. Yeah, few people had to turn away. But I want us to fill this place so that we can really win souls on Sunday. Okay? Bring the lost. Bring for Muhammad, for Ali, for Johnny Mongrel, Michael, Michael Langford, Hurt Michael, Swan Michael, <laughs> Lang Linky, God Linky. Bring Amma for the police. Thank everyone. Alright. I'm going to start pitching this now. Don't worry. Did you hear? Please, do your best. Let's all work together to make sure souls are being saved. Next week, I want us to really want souls. Um, that is our plan. 
and there will be, I think, I don't have the, the taxi number here, but I think we have three taxis for Bismarck. So you must call three taxis. Um, they are south, I think there's, there's also three or four taxis. Really, so I think you have a lot of taxis. So every region has enough taxis. We're going to sort it out. We'll have the money probably by Friday and Saturday. So we'll pay for all of that. So we must really work hard on running souls. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you there? I want you to read everything I said on the WhatsApp group, please. Then, the leaders will fast. You can put this mic a louder and stand one place. The leaders, we, we are not breaking our fast for the first five days. Okay? But we are allowing you to, to, to drink during the... You drink anything, you don't allow to bite anything. But also you are not allowed to, to drink now, you are taking a hamburger, you are making a ah. <laughs> drink a hamburger. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> so no no meat for five days. Muni are get a short mark, man. Such a place None of that. No, we are trying to fast. You know, we are trying to train ourselves to be able to fast for strength. Okay? But, I mean, we can also not expect you to work and have energy. If you're only doing water for that time, you're not going to have energy to work. Now you are losing your job because you are fasting. For some people, now driver coke, you are on the calls with the people. Hey. You, are, you can't answer. People have already started. All the ashes. Hey. But John, you too. Did you work? You are part of the five days. All the ashes, security, band, singers, worshippers, Jody Peterson, Tommy Thomas. All these people, they are all part of it. They are again, all the time school, all the time school, I'll give you. Oh, it's all schooling. Hi. Shame, is that not a bad man? Listen. Huh? Can I fast? Huh? Okay. Hey, next week we will be we will be flat. <laughs> we will all be <laughs> all the leaders, everyone who's doing communion also. Hey, don't be for if you are doing anything in the church and for Jesus, we want you to go to a higher spiritual level. Yeah. And even if you are not a leader but you are a serious Christian, also add yourself in the fasting. Alright? But you are allowed to, to drink coffee any time of the day. You can drink, you can have, I, I wrote down there what you can have. I think no ideas. You know some churches they say we are doing a Daniel's fast for 21 days. Then on the website they will put the Daniel fast recipes. Because yeah. in the Daniel fast you eat all day. But you just don't allow to eat meat and sweets and that. 
So now they are doing recipes like they are almost more focused on the food now than 21 days that you are normally. That's not a fast. You need to get it better. Yeah. And you know that the Daniel fast is actually designed to make you fatter. If you don't read Daniel, the book of Daniel, mm-hmm. they were not eating the king's meat. They were yeah. eating the normal food. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they showed the, 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 the keeper of the you know that they were fatter than the other yes, people. Sir. So that fast was actually to show that you could get fatter. Yes, sir. So some people get fatter on fasting. And the reason why you get fatter is because you are eating late at night. Yeah, the fast has now stopped. Now you say I must begin with conflicts. Helping me. <laughs> then after conflicts, milling meal. Help, helping me. Then after milling meal, you are doing now six slices of bread. Helping me. Then you are doing five eggs. <laughs> then you are doing your plate of food. Then you are eating your lunch. You are eating everything in those few hours. That's why people get fatter when they are fasting. Many people get fatter when they are fasting. You are eating everything. It's, it's me. Lord, help me. People shouldn't move around. I'm preaching. Huh? Are you looking at me now? Hey! Tell me that this is going to be a very nice fast. It's going to be easy. This for is going to be a very nice fast. It's going to be a. Yeah. Yeah. Pratt me now, yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you with me? Alright. The benefits of fasting is fasting helps you to bring your flesh under. Okay? Now your flesh is not, not just your this flesh. Your flesh is the, the evil desires in you. Fasting helps you to control. So many people who cannot fast are people who cannot control, they don't have self-control. As a believer, one of the things you must have is you must have self-control. Yeah. So fasting helps you bring your, your flesh down and you are feeding your spiritual side. So with the times when you are supposed to have lunch now, you will be praying. On your lunch times, not that you have nothing to do, you, you will pray now. And every so we also we will pray on WhatsApp every morning at four, and every afternoon at one o'clock, and in the evening. Fasting items you, items your discernment, your spirituality. How does it do that? Fasting breaks off um, distractions. So during the fast, it's a time when you must see God. During this time, you go to the quiet place. You go to a place alone where you can be with God. Fast is not a time you're in the mall. You don't do your normal scheduled stuff during your fast. Yeah. You take special time out to be with God. You see God. Fasting stops idolatry. Worshipping of idols because fasting turns your heart to God. Number five, fasting brings consecration. Consecration means you are given completely to God. You surrender yourself. You take away all the evil, evil stuff from you. So during the fast, 
And Isaiah, and I'll talk about this probably tomorrow, but one of the things you must do is the Bible says you must loose the bands of wickedness. Meaning, if there's any wickedness in you, you must loosen. Yeah. So it means fasting is not, if, if someone comes to you and, and they, they try to argue with you, during the fast, you're not allowed to do wicked things. So you don't go and fight back. You are swearing back. Now you leave all of that. Yes. And the fast is also a time when you give as well. Alright? So you know, fasting should actually be like this when, when you put the plate down in your life. The plate must actually go up in someone else's life. So you are supposed to actually share what you didn't eat with others. Yes. Hey! Oh, you are eating it later. Huh? Yes, we're in Fasting improves your health, makes you healthy. And then the important one is fasting brings speedy answer to prayers. In the Bible, every time when people fasted, God heard their prayers. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 58 that your voice is heard on high. So as you are fasting, it like amplifies the praise that you are praying. So your voice is heard on a higher level. See, sometimes you feel God hasn't answered this prayer. Put some fasting with it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Who's excited to fast? Yes. I said, who is excited? Yes. yes. Hey. Fasting. Two, the, the first day, 
50 day fast, you are only allowed to thank God. 50 days. Yeah. I just thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you for 50 days. And then after that, next 50 days, then you can only, now you can pray and ask God for whatever you want. So, that's why they are all over the world. And that's why miracles happen. So we will also engage in this fasting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we preach this for a few minutes? I want to preach to you. And I'm still on this message. Lord, you can depend on me. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. And that says, Isaiah 6 verse 8, that says as follows. Isaiah was seeing a vision of God in this verse. And uh, in the... In the vision, he heard God ask, God was asking this question, and God asked the question, he asked, Who shall go for us, and whom shall be sent? So God is asking, is there someone that I can use, someone who is available? And then Isaiah said, he said, then I said, here am I, send me. Amen. Isn't it powerful? So, that's what, that's the song that Pastor Sister was singing, You Can Depend On Me, okay? So, many times in life, I was, I was speaking to someone, when was it, recently, and uh, the person said, this place, it's a, it's a place, it's a dorpy somewhere in the, I mean, so I'm like, he said, this place really needs a pastor who can go there. They really need someone who can bring the young people together. God can send someone there. It would be very nice. But the, the person who was talking to me was a pastor as well. So he was a pastor and he was actually saying, then I said, I said, okay, I see what you are trying to say. You are trying to say, Lord, I know you need somebody. <laughs> and then he said, Lord, here am I, but send someone else alone. Let someone else go and do this job. You see, many times we want God to do great things, but we are not willing for God to use us. We are saying, Lord, here am I, but send them. Send them to do it. So, but Elisha, Isaiah, Isaiah was saying, Lord, here am I, send me. And in this year, it is our year of work. We must be ready to say, Lord, I am available. Lord, I am ready. Lord, here am I, you can. You can send me. Amen. How many know of people who really need the Lord? How many know? How many have seen families? You think if someone could just go there, if the Lord can just go into this house, if someone can just speak to this man, how many have seen someone like that? Now, how many I'm asking a question? All of us. I, I'm thinking about a man now. He. Uh, yeah, uh, in our street there's a sabine, uh, a yacht. Yeah. Hey, and in this yacht they only drink fell wind. Hey. How many remember Papa Bites? Is that 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 is called Papa Bites? What is that called again? Roy Dope. It's not Roy Dope. Papa Bites is a fire yacht, man. This is a different thing. Anyhow, you know he's he's drunk so much. Like I think he will go. You see, walking in there. 
Then about a half hour later, you see crawling out. You know the crawling when you're on your boulder, you sit, and then you are... <laughs> I don't know how to do it now. But yeah, then sometimes he actually crawls and he looks hard. He crawls home, he, he drinks himself. Now that I'm preaching, I'm sitting here, I'm going to talk to him, but I haven't seen him in a while. Sometimes we can have it, sir. There's no last thing, I've seen everything. <laughs> if only someone can go and talk to this man. If only someone can go and help them. Many of us all know of houses, families, where if only someone can go and talk to the person, the person's life will change. You know, and I've realized that preaching is such a powerful thing. I was doing my quiet time and Jesus said, go into these nations, go into these countries, go and preach to them. And sometimes you wonder, ah, preaching is only preaching. But what we don't know is that preaching is a powerful thing. That's fine. Okay. Witnessing is a powerful thing. When, when you talk to someone about God, it brings a change in that person's life. Yeah. Uh, to, I was listening, a pastor said, he's, uh, I was listening to his message this morning. He gave a testimony. He said, My daughter was with me, the pastor, and he said, I always told my daughter was saved. I thought my daughter was fine because I gave her everything she wanted. But meanwhile, I didn't know that my daughter was actually struggling. My daughter was confused about spirituality. And then she said, then he said, but someone in the church, a normal sister went and talked to my daughter. And, and this normal sister answered the question that was in my daughter's heart. Then he said, now I don't even have to struggle with my daughter. At five o'clock, my daughter wakes up to pray out of her own. Because there was someone in church who just went to go and talk to her. You see, God has people around you whom you must go and talk to. And he mustn't say, Lord, here I sent somebody else to go. You yourself must open your mouth and talk to the person. Amen. Amen. And this week, we know so many people who must come to the Lord, who must be saved, who can be changed. And we must say ourselves, Lord, I will go there. I will talk to the person. And we shouldn't wait for anyone. We should just go. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said we should just go. Amen. Yeah, just go. Open your mouth. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise His name. So, this is a fire that we should never lose. It's the fire to be available. To say like Isaiah, Lord, yeah, man. Use me. Use me. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm thinking of Kinkley, I'm thinking of you now. Come here. You know when he was young? How old are you? Sorry to ask. 19, you're 19. Is that your support? 19. Who's <laughs> 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 
No, when he was young, he and Brandon used to come here. You know, when they were young, I tell you, they took the speakers one day, the human one, and who below? They went and they took the speakers and they went to go there in front. And the three of them there had an open air. They were preaching to the souls like this. And he said at one point his friends were coming past. But he said, I don't care, I will preach now, I will preach even worse. Yeah. So at that time they were saying, Lord, here am I. Lord, use me. But you can see. Good father. Sorry, guys. But what I'm trying to say is that believers, we've lost that fire. Because nowadays people just want themselves to be fine. Yeah. They say we are broken the Laodiceans. Laodicea, they said we are rich, we are at ease, we, are, we have need of nothing. And, and the church, the Bible says, set your offenses on the things that are above. Meaning, set your love. The, the Bible says, now that you are Christ, desire those things that are in heaven. You see, so we should rather have a mind that what is the things that are in heaven, I desire those things. Yes. But unfortunately, we become a very worldly, a very worldly uh, church. Yes. I was... I was thinking about the funerals we had recently, and uh, in the funerals that we've had, in the funerals we've had, hey, my father, he had so many possessions, he had so many things, that's a very prosperous man, but with me, Put him in the casket. He even had my clothes on. Yeah, he even didn't take his own clothes on. I put my clothes on him. Yeah, I said to honor you, I will put my nice stuff, nice tie, new tie, everything. Wow. He could take nothing of the things that he was seeking for. He could take nothing with him. Amen. The only thing that my father has now is the things that he took to heaven. That he has split, that he has built up for himself in heaven. If he built up nothing, there will be nothing there. Yeah. So as believers, we must also work on earth so that we will have an eternal reward when we die. Amen. When you die, your Jordans will remain. Yes. Your gene will remain. Your car will remain. It is only the work that you built up for God. That will be the reward that will meet you there in heaven. So that's why the Bible says, seek the things that are above. Lift the back. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's why I told you, don't pray in this fast for I need a car. Lord, you know I need an iPhone. Lord, I know the iPhone 15 is coming out. And I need, I need, Lord. I need two iPhones of God. If only I can have a few airports of God. Lord, if only if I can have a husband of God. Look at how Jesus gave himself. 
The father didn't have to force him. He gave himself willingly. And I mean, I think in this church, there's a spirit of willingness. Generally, people, you know, people come and do this up every day willingly. The sound people, we don't pay them, they do it willingly. The people who pack the chairs, they do it willingly. The people who so willingly. So, if you want God to use you, you must be a person who has a willing heart. Yes, amen. And even pray for them. Pray for them. Because sometimes you will feel that you, you, you don't have that heart. Yeah. Hey. softer. You know, when people are in love, hey, for the first week, two weeks, two months, we call it the honeymoon phase. Hey, Jesus. Hey, the serotonin level in the brain is at the high. The endorphins level is high. So what happens is the man will drive. But tell me, if the lady says, I'm walking at six in the morning. He will say, I need to see you. I will be at your house at five. No, I've seen, I've seen this with my eyes. I saw that. Nothing is too late. No way is too far. Come on. Nothing is too expensive. Come on. Because he's in love. I heard one day a man was walking with his wife, with his, not wife, his girlfriend, in the park. And as he was, they were walking. The lady hit the stone, a stone in the ground. Hey, the man got angry and took the stone. <laughs> he said, you stupid stone. What a stone. Then, they got married. A few years later, they walked in the same path. And his baby hit the toe again. Ay, ay, ay. The lady was wondering, what is he going to do now? This time, I'm sure he's going to take his gun. He's going to do something crazy yeah. now. Yeah. He looked at her. He said, can they be seen on the camera? I don't see it in the You see, it's not He has lost the willingness to first love. The honeymoon face is Wow. <laughs> what a husband. So, so sometimes we are like that in the house of the Lord as well. In the beginning, you would say, Lord, if there's anything you need me to do. Thank you, my brother. Pastor Kay, sisters, ladies, brother. 
Well, I think I should be here. One more. One of the things you need is, okay, even, even the Bible says in the uh, first Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, it says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Okay? As we are fasting, as we are fasting, you must tell yourself that I am doing the fast, number one, I'm obedient, but I'm also doing it willingly. Okay? And I can tell you now, this week, people are going to offer you food so much. Yeah. There will be food everywhere. You know what happened to Jesus? When Jesus said, I'm fasting 40 days, Make the stones into bread. Preaching. You were stepping in with food. Wow. So all of us must be ready, ready for the temptation. Jesus knows. And you know who's the biggest tempter in your life? Me. You. Yeah. Charlie, you will be walking, you will be telling yourself, Woo. I've got money. Eee. I can buy this. I can buy that. Yes. If I just do like that, and I do like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will encourage everyone, don't cook food this week. Amen. Have to mark this house, you know, make anything. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Are you blessed? Amen. Let's end there for today. Let's end there for today. Where your prayer? No, man. And sometimes when you're 
are not willing, you are actually missing out on the biggest blessing. Just because you are not willing to do stuff. Your heart has not been tested that way. And sometimes you have different excuses. I'm afraid. Uh, colored people, I don't want to be put in the eyes. I don't want to be embarrassed. I'm shy. All these excuses are excuses. And God will not in heaven, when you get to heaven and they question you, why didn't you do what I tell you to do? All these excuses will be nothing. God will say, no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, let me stop. We claim our the darkness. But the people, when they start to do something bad, huh? And they're like, it's not good. People in church. Hey, recently I saw someone say, but he closed us, and then came in, sir. Then came in, sir. The worldly songs are playing, but the church people are there. They are even dancing more there than they are dancing in church. This morning, Tony had to really sing for us to get moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
These people, you should have pastored them when they were strong. Yeah. But now because we didn't pastor, now they are robbing the people. They are robbing us even. Yes. The church must become, but I mean, if we say we're going to have Sunday school now, only two people have the people who will say I will be a Sunday school preacher. Come on. Yeah. Preaching good. <laughs> The willingness must return to the house of the Lord. And your willingness will be tested from Sunday. Yes. Amen. Amen. Father, give us a church with willing hearts. Give, give us people who are willing to do the right thing. Willing to go anywhere. Willing to serve you. Willing to pray. Willing to fast. Willing to spend time with you. Give us people who are willing, Lord. Take away the, the stubborn, disobedient heart from our hearts. Give us a willing heart. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As I was praying now, as I was praying now, the word came out of my mouth. Take away the stubborn heart and the disobedient heart. And I think many of us have that type of heart. Sister, you must still please, in the name of Jesus Christ, let that sister sit down. It's very distracting. And Shepherds must explain to people why we don't like her. Because everyone is looking at her now. Even after I saw it, that's fine. Okay, listen. I said now, as I was praying, that God must remove the stubborn heart. Okay? Because sometimes that is what we have. We don't realize that we have the stubborn heart. Whenever we say we are doing this, even as I said we are fasting now, you've decided you are not fasting. And it made a list of excuses. And I'm, the reason why I took my time to explain this. And I know I took long, I took my time is to help people build faith and understand why we are fasting. That's why I do things. But one of the things that must break in us is stubbornness. Yeah. Stubbornness is simply unwilling. And it's one of the enemies of your life that must come out of you. Stubbornness only hurts you. Hated God and when he was dying, his, his daughter said, I could see the hatred in my, my father's eyes for God. Even as he was dying, he held up his face to God. He's first to say, I will punch you if I could. He's dying for the A man was to punch God. Yeah, he, he, his heart is stubborn. He cannot break. So some of us, you are in the church, but God is telling you to break the stubbornness. If we say we are doing this, do not do the right thing even. Some of you, you are sinned just because you are stubborn. You don't want to turn away from your stubbornness. But this year, I'm telling you, you are coming out of every stubbornness. You're coming out of every stubbornness. I'm telling you. Come out of it. Amen. And be willing to listen. Listen to your pastor. Listen to your shepherd. If your shepherd says, don't go to those friends. Stay away. 
Father Adam Bradford. He, he wouldn't stay away from bad friends. From wrong people. And he became just like them. He's even worse than them. But just because he was stubborn, he wouldn't stay away from them. Amen. Are you there? I'm very serious. I'm scaring you today. Yeah. Be more willing and avoid stubbornness. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you for listening to this message. Follow us on Facebook at Faithlife Family Church to find out more information about our service times and upcoming events. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast channel to receive regular messages by Pastor Lane Russell.